sometimes people call me optimistic. You are too optimistic, but I have to be. I cook to people every day. I have to, be, to do it with passion, to believe it's going to be a better day tomorrow. So me and my team are really, you know, we are enjoying uh, what are we doing. And after the last year, we are happy that we still can uh, work and cook. Today on Dirty Linen, we are traveling again. I miss travel, so I'm going to do it through this podcast. We are heading all the way to Tel Aviv in Israel to chat to Yanai Erez, the owner of the Lux Deli in the North Market. Yanai, welcome to Dirty Linen. Hi, thank you very much. I'm very happy to talk to you. I'm really happy to talk to you. Uh, we... We've heard a lot about Israel over the past year. We've heard about the Palestinian uprisings and all the um, the action around that. We've heard about your vaccine program. It's been rolled out so much better than our Australian program. And we also hear now about COVID cases rising again. So we're really interested in all kinds of things about Israel. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and about the deli that you have there in the market. Okay, I have a lot to say about Israel and about everything. Um, uh, our deli is like a veggie, veggie deli in north of Tel Aviv. We have also fish, but uh, we are profession in uh, veggie food. Uh, it's like prepared food every day, uh, six in the morning, me and my team are in the kitchen, start cooking. Everything is, is fresh. Uh, a lot of vegetable, uh, beautiful ingredients, local. Uh, uh, we are uh, in the area uh, of uh, many high-tech uh, companies. So, in the at noon, we are uh, provide a, a lunch, a, like healthy lunch, uh, fresh food, and it's like in three hours we are like selling all our food. And this is our day, every day, all fresh from zero. Uh, very good food. I hope uh, we'll have the chance uh, to to try us sometime. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it seems a little bit distant, but I mean, I love I love Israeli food. I love the freshness, as you talk about. I love the vegetables, and I love um, the immediacy of it. It is the sort of food that you feel it's just been made for you. So much it's bright colors, big flavors. You know, all the all the sunshine really um, powering those salads and and vegetable dishes. Yes, yes, this is our professionality. Uh, we we trying to work in with the uh, local uh, farming, and uh, and people really understand it. They they like uh, understand uh, uh, our doing uh, because it's like uh, really not too much oil, not too much spices, and uh, the our customer are coming back almost every day. This is our secret because they feel good after the, after the lunch or after they buying uh, food uh, to uh, the families and they're coming back and we're happy about it. And we are trying, you know, to do what uh, our best every day because it, it's very difficult time, you know, with the Corona and uh, this summer, it's very, very hot summer here in Israel. And, uh, but we're okay for now. Okay. So, on the on corona so i'm looking at the stats from israel and 
you know, we've heard so much about Israel's vaccine program. You've got, uh, you know, 80% of the population vaccinated. You're already up to boosters. It all sounds really sort of enticing for us here where we are very far behind you in terms of vaccination. But at the same time, I'm looking at the new cases. There's a seven-day average of over 8,000, almost 9,000 cases a day. We're sitting here, well, I'm in Melbourne, you know, uh, Melbourne, Sydney and Canberra, three cities on the East Coast are all locked down. In Melbourne, there are around you know, there were 70 new cases today. The way we're managing this virus is completely different. Tell me about it from your perspective. Uh, you know, here we, it looks like everything is happening in our uh, tiny country here. But uh, it, uh, one year ago, we all was stressed about the coronavirus. We were uh, locked down at houses, no working, no uh, traveling, nothing. But uh, uh, after the vaccination, we also said uh, we we make it true, and everything is going to be all right, and we got back to to, to our places, and people go out everywhere. It's like was people everywhere, in the rock uh, shows and restaurant and uh, everything, and then it uh, came back again. But this time. Even so, it, it looks very, very uh, dangerous, but still uh, we had a, a little bit different proportion because we knew that uh, most of the population are already vaccination. And uh, even they uh, get the, the corona again, it, it wouldn't be the same. It will be easier. So people uh, didn't afraid. It's like uh, keep on living with the corona. Even so, it, it's look uh, dangerous and seven and uh, nine thousand uh, uh, six uh, a day uh, positive. But still, we didn't let it stop us. We continue working, going out, everything. And uh, now it's looking better. It's like in the last three days, it's look better. Like uh, after the third vaccination, it's working. Because mm. uh. I'm looking at the death rate, and I suppose it, you know, it, it really only matters if when so many people have COVID. You know, you then I guess the next thing you look at is hospitalization and death rates. So your seven-day average of deaths is 23. Of course, each of those deaths is you know a, a tragedy and a really sad occurrence. But it's it's not it's not thousands of deaths. Yeah, yeah. This, this is all the the difference. Because uh, one year ago, in the first lockdown, it was like uh, 100 uh, deaths a day, and it was very frightened. Uh, uh, all the old people and the sick people, we were worried about them. But now, after they uh, had the, the third vaccination, so we feel a, a little bit com more uh, comfort comfortable to continue to continue living because. Uh, when people sit in, in, in their home and lose uh, their businesses and works, it was a really tragedy for uh, a lot of people. And now I understand that we have to keep on going and living and to understand what we should do, what we shouldn't do. And uh, we have to beat this pandemic. And uh, it's like uh, all of Israeli people, uh, most of them think uh, like is that we can't stop living. 
we have to keep on living uh, with the corona and with the time we'll beat it. Uh, we hope so. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's it's definitely showing a way forward. Um, and I noticed that it's you vaccinating people age 12 and over and you're up around 75 or 80 percent of people age 12 or over who are vaccinated, which is, you know, it's, it feels a long way from us. Um but it does seem achievable. It's something we can definitely go for. How long was it, Yanai, between your second shot and your third shot, between the, the second shot and the booster? Yeah, the second shot, I get it on the last uh, January. And uh, the last shot was uh, four days ago when they opened to the my age, you know. I am 40. <laughs> but uh, in the, after two days, I uh, I got it, you know. I got the vaccination, and, and I feel good, and I continue working, and I feel more uh, uh, comfortable to to be with people and working and everything. So it seems okay. Great. Amazing. And what other restrictions are there, if any? Are, are people wearing masks at all? Are there any social distancing restrictions or capacity um, restrictions with restaurants and events? Uh, yes, it's like uh, now uh, every uh, closed space, you know, restaurant, office, everything, you have to be with mask. Only outside, under the sun, uh, you can be without mask. And uh, for all the uh, shows and theater and movies, you have to get uh, like a green card. Green card means that you are vaccination and you can go in. If you don't have it, you can't. You just can't go in. You stay out or you have to make a, a test. Uh, this test is good only for 24 hours. Yesterday I took my uh, two daughters to make a, a, like a, a test, um, a very short test. Uh, you get the answer after 20 minutes and good for 20 hour, 24 hours. So uh, my wife took, uh, took them to the swing pool. Otherwise they can't stay at home. And where do you get those those rapid tests? Uh, it's like everywhere in Tel Aviv. There are many, many places that everyone can go to make the test. And is it free? Yeah, it's free. The government pays for this. And uh, anyone that wants to get the test, so whenever you want, you can do it. This is why the government trying to help the people to continue living. Uh, even uh, though uh, some people are not uh, vaccinated, so they can uh, make the test and go go to restaurant or movie or everything. And what about restaurants? Do you also need to show this green pass to eat inside a restaurant? Yes, also in restaurants. Uh, my luggage at my deli, it's uh, without places to sit. So you take away and uh, you can uh, sit outside. So it's free. But... Uh, a regular restaurant that host people, they can't uh, accept a, a customer without a green uh, green card. Okay, so interesting. Very difficult time because they're uh, feeding like uh, half of the people they uh, they can. Uh, uh, of course, it's not an uh, easy time, but still, uh, they are not locked down at houses. They are working. This is what's important to keep on uh, going. And the people, so you're saying that not everybody has the green pass, so restaurants' custom is reduced because some people aren't vaccinated. Is 
what's the reason that these people aren't vaccinated is is there is there also are there also people that are anti-vax there I tell you there is uh, in israel there is uh, nine million million uh, people living here but uh, only one million uh, didn't uh, make the vaccination they are uh, they don't want to make it so uh, but the problem is with the children because the children are not vaccinated so um they they can go into the restaurant they are under 12 they can uh, get the vaccination so the family can can enjoy uh, together in the restaurant this is the the major problem right so even uh, even a kid um that's not vaccinated they wouldn't be allowed in with their parents yes and i guess a lot of the dining out in israel is with families isn't it yes yes this is the big, uh, this is the the big problem the children now you know, at the Wednesday, they go back to school. It was a, a summer a vacation now, two, two months. And they go back to school. And the, the summer was a time to the children to enjoy, to go to attraction and the swimming pool. And it wasn't so easy. They was at home or need the test every time. But uh, now they go back to school, and uh, it's a big, uh, big uh, uh, test for uh, all our country to see how it's go when the people go back to school to be together, and the children will have to make every day a, a home test. It's very complicated, but uh, still, we, we feel, I feel that uh, the government is like uh, trying to do the best for the the country will not stop uh, you know living yeah it's really interesting it does feel like you know when i hear you talk it it feels to me like you're looking at covid-19 from a different vantage point than I am, you know, I'm, I'm here in, in lockdown. We sort of thought maybe we'd done it. Uh, last year was really hard, at least for us in Melbourne. We were locked down for a long time. The rest of the country, not so bad. But now so many Australians are locked down and it's, it's so hard for people in lots of different ways. It's really hard for kids. It's terrible for small business. Um, it's really hard for, you know, restaurateurs and anybody working in, yeah, the food in, well, f- food and events or food service and events. It's very, very challenging. Uh, but it feels to me like you've got a, you've got a bit more, a spring in your step. You sound a bit more optimistic. Yeah, we're a little bit more optimistic because we feel we had enough. It's like almost two years that we are living with, with this pandemic. And uh, people don't want to stay at home. And uh, even the, it's, it is dangerous. And every day we heard, uh, you hear about another uh, kind of uh, new Corona, Delta or whatever. And we don't know what will be in the future. But for now, we, 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 we fight with this one, you know. We don't want to live to, to, to our life or a... a you know, uh, days uh, at work with the children, with the family, but uh, we protect ourselves with the mask and uh, everything. Uh, we're doing our best. I have a friend in Melbourne, I think you know him, Hood, and uh, he tell me how, how hard it is uh, to run a, run a business, a restaurant. In this time in Australia, I heard it. It's look like, you know, it's so difficult. 
and uh, I hope you go through this uh, very fast. <laughs> well, we have to go through it and we will get there. I know that, but it's just a longer road than we thought. And it's, uh, yeah, super hard, for, especially, especially for businesses along the way. Um, Yana, do you think, you know, I know that Israel is, there is such a zest for life there. People love going out. Um, it's such a social country. Uh, there is also, it is, there is also, you know, ongoing trouble and difficulty with, um, the Israelis and the Palestinians. And of course, there's been a lot of that this year. Do you think that there's something about the attitude of the population? I don't know, like a kind of, you just have to live because you don't know what's around the corner. Do you think there's something about that in the response to COVID? I think it is. As I told you before, it seems like everything is happening all the time. If it's Corona, if it's like a war with the Palestinian, with the Iranian, whatever. It's like always news here. Uh, they have to, uh, they're not stopping, not stopping news every minute. Something is happening here even that we are a, a tiny country. But uh, as you said, we are like survivor. Uh, more than 70 years we live in this country and always it, it feel like, uh, you know, it's only temporary and we have to to be here and to, to, to live the life. And Israeli, they love, you know, going out, as you said, and uh, I think it's all connected, the way that we we are uh, dealing with the Palestinian and the pandemic and everything. Uh, Israelis are a strong, uh, strong people. Mm. Tell, give us your perspective on the uprisings and uh, you know the fighting that occurred earlier this year, and of course it still flares up even in the last few days. What's it like? for you like what's your perspective on the situation and i know that's a very big question <laughs> kind of existential really um i'm not sure how to answer this as i told you um we feel like uh, we are here we have to be here we have to fight for our rights i know that it's not seems like this uh, from far away maybe from australia you know i was visiting in Australia and living in Australia one year ago and uh, 20 years ago it was for one year and when I was there it seems like uh, you know it's so far and you, you don't understand what's happening there but when you are living on this piece of land you feel uh, different you feel like it's your place and always something is happening you have to be prepared for everything and uh, we are like Always, you know, I, I don't know how to call it, but uh, we have to be prepared and to survive this time. Is the um, vaccination program also rolled out among the uh, Arab population in Israel? Uh, yes. Uh, actually, it's a very good question because uh, many of the Arab uh, population in Israel, they, they did it way had the vaccin vaccination like the Jewish, you know. So it's make difference between the uh, Jewish city and Arab city. Uh, you see in Jewish city is like a 90% vaccination 
in Arab cities, it's like uh, 20, 30 percent. So it was a, a big problem get start. But now it's become better, you know, with the government are trying to, to put attention for this uh, uh, difference and uh, help them to understand this uh, vaccination will save our and our family's lives. So uh, now it seems like it's getting a little bit better with our population. Mm, that's great. Um, something else I wanted to chat to you about, Yana, is a Rosh Hashanah is coming up next week. I'd love you to explain for people who don't know, tell me about the festival and what kind of foods become really important. Oh, this holiday, you know, I love these days because it's like the, the first day of the Hebrew year. So, uh, for example, in my daily, I make all the menu for people and families that want to buy all the meal, the, the dinner for my daily. So it's a, a very, a, there is a traditional food, like they ate fish, a lot of fish in Rosh Hashanah. And uh, we are uh, trying to do the traditional food and also a little bit some uh, fusion food, a little bit uh, to change the habits and to eat uh, healthy food, colorful, a lot of veggie. And uh, for now, people uh, loving it and order everything before. And we just send them also because of the, the Corona time. So we send it uh, to the houses in the New Year's Eve, Rosh Hashanah, and they get it all from us. So it's very exciting. Wow, it must be such a busy time for you as well. Yeah, yeah. it's very busy altogether. But, uh, you know, I choose this uh, profession to be a chef and a daily owner because I love it. You know, I'm doing it for at least uh, 20 years. Every day I wake up, joy, you know, uh, I'm here at 6 o'clock and start cooking with my uh, all, the, all, all the team. And uh, it's wonderful. I feel great when I'm cooking. So I'm doing it with a lot of love. Tell me, and I, if I come tomorrow, what would you make me? What would I find there? Oh, you know, every day it's like 60 different uh, dishes. Uh, 60? 60. Because, wow. uh, yeah, it's different. It's not, not like a regular uh, restaurant. It's like a deli and all the food is uh, like ready at uh, 11, people start to come and they buy it by weight, understand? And uh, by kilogram. So they can get as much as they want and there is a, a, a lot of salads and a lot of dishes like a, a, a many kinds of curry, many kinds of, a, 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 how we call it, a fee, a, it's like lentils and, uh, you know, I have to send you a picture. There are so many dishes I can't remember, but all the team together <laughs> are creating so great food every day. Very colorful, very happy food, we call it. Mm, I love it. Well, you know, it's it's really interesting talking to you because I can sort of, I can I can taste the sunshine in the food that you're describing and even the, to hear in the background the car horns and, you know, the, the, the shouts of people in the market. It makes me think that there is life out there. It's gonna, We're going to be okay. You know, somebody, uh, 
sometimes people call me optimistic. You are too optimistic, but I have to be. I cook to people every day. I have to, be, to do it with passion, to believe it's going to be a better day tomorrow. So me and my team are really, you know, we are enjoying uh, what are we doing. And after the last year, we are happy that we still can uh, work and cook instead of to be uh, locked down at houses. And uh, this is the worst, to be at, uh, at home for such a long time. So we're happy about it every day. That's so good. And do you feel, I mean, I know you can't predict the future, but do you feel like this is it? Do you feel like Israel is not going to lock down again? I'm not sure. I'm not sure at all. Because uh, it was some, seems like a new, a new thing is coming, uh, you know, uh, like the new Delta virus. So we, 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 we are not sure. But uh, we feel more confidence uh, uh, to keep on, uh, keep on living. With the corona, we can't stop living. This is the, what we understand after this time. We have to keep going on. Brilliant. Well, Yana, it's been so good to get your perspective, to yes, hear the crunch of the salads and, and feel your passion and indeed your optimism. I really appreciate you sharing your perspective all the way from Tel Aviv with us in Australia. Um, thank you so much for chatting to Dirty Linen. Thank you. I enjoyed very much. Thank you. Have a nice day. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you.